What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Sterling. Welcome to the Sterling Highs Podcast Show. Um, as we go into the holiday season, and this season is, is very important and it's, um has a lot to do with mental health and, you know, just try to keep yourself upbeat for the holidays because sometimes it's a, this is a very critical time that people goes into uh when they deal with a lot of mental health issues because sometimes they just sit around and, you know what I'm saying, they mind go all types of ways, man. So I just want to bear awareness of that, of that nature, you know what I'm saying. Stay talking to your peoples. Mental health during the holiday season is very, very important because this this is like going in, to this is like suicide watch season, suicide watch season. Um, excuse me. This is a very critical season because, like I said, you sit around. So at the time you you may work work out through all the things that you do to try to keep your mind off of a lot of things. But you know, what I'm saying you got a lot of time on your hand if you sit around and. Um, think or do things of that nature. Um, so our mind wanders to different places and we, we start thinking about a lot of things. We went through a lot of things that, ha- that happened to us or things of that nature and we kind of go into deep depression. Um, so things I got for you, continue to work out, continue to find things that you like to do during, during this season. Uh, find, you know, say we got there's a therapist, continue to see that therapist. Uh, stay around positivity, you know. Um, I know for me, you know, holiday season is probably one of the, uh, you know, so I've been dealing with a lot during holiday seasons because it's me um, being alone for the holidays. It's not talking about just in a relationship type form. It's like family, family as well. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody else have their own family. You know what I'm saying? And have things that they do with their own people and stuff like that, which I choose to stay away from people during the holiday season. That's something that I is trying to pull from that. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to dealing with depression and uh, mental health, anxiety and all that. I try to put myself out of that situation because of all the things I, I've been through. And one thing to go on record, you know what I'm saying, my mental health and things that I go through, I'm not the only one that went, went through this stuff. So, no, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people, I'm not playing victim because people been through a lot worse. You know what I'm saying, that's the thing to keep me going throughout the day. People going through a lot a lot worse, you know. People struggling the same way I'm doing, if not worse. Definitely worse. Uh, so I pray, you know, I've been, you know, been praying for peace, you know, all week. You know what I'm saying? It just gives you a little cover of what, you know what I'm saying, I've went through in the past and sometimes currently now when it comes to mental health. Sometimes I just, I pray to God for peace, you know.
because I definitely need it. You know, uh, going through a lot, doing work, work days, and just trying to manage my day throughout the day. Um, you know, what I would do, what I do is I put myself deeper in work. And sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't. You know, so my mind still wonder. Um, I fight with that. I do this right here is therapy to me because I'm getting chances to let it out or whatever the case may be. But I fight with that, you know. It's an upscale battle for me daily. Sometimes, you, like I said, you get up in the morning and you don't know how to feel. You, you're you trying to be happy. Even though it's nothing wrong or going on, you try to be happy because you, you took a, you know what I'm saying, you just try to... You know, sometimes we shouldn't find confirmation in people and stuff like that. But it's almost feel like you, you're alone a lot of times. And maybe the people that you want around is not there. Or maybe that one person you want around is not there. Um, that takes a lot. Tell us a short story. Um... Yesterday, you know, I got an important phone call and it, from someone. And even though I didn't respond the way, because you know, I didn't. I, at that moment, I didn't know what to say. My feelings were all over the place, but what I can say, I was extremely happy to hear from her. You know, it was it was like. Uh, it brought me some type of calmness to me a little bit. But it almost like once she hung up, it was like, it kind of felt like going back to misery. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I probably won't hear from that person probably ever again or something like that. You know, so people deal with things. And that's what I'm trying to deal with, the the ability of loss and trying to cope with things and not feel like I'm playing the victim because people go through things and even she's going through something or something like that, man. I'm not the only one that go through this stuff, you know. But I try to deal with my, my mental health accordingly. And just, I ain't going to lie, when I heard, you know, the voice, her voice, you know, it, it brought me back to a place for a second. But when it's hanging up, it's a possibility of me not hearing from that person again. Kind of told me back up on the inside. And that's something that I have to deal with, man, because it takes a lot out of a person. You know, you got people you love extremely a lot, a lot, and it was once there, and there was a part, a, a huge part of your happiness, and it feels like now that that person is gone, it made did a major drop off with your happiness, and. Right now, that's what I'm trying to come back from. I'm trying to 
try to speed, uh, not speed things, but I'm trying to cope with things the best way as possible. You know, I'm just asking God, you know, just, just, I just need peace right now. Peace and understanding. Um, I need my heart to calm down. I need my mind to calm down. My mind is racing every single day. I feel like I'm racing, fighting, or doing something. Um, you know, I've been working a lot lately. You know, doing the podcast and uh, writing, producing, just trying to keep my head off of a lot of things. You know, um, it's a way, you know, as trying to deal with mental health. You know, again, I'm not trying to be a victim or anything like that. I'm just trying to find peace, understanding. Um, every time I turn around, you know, it kind of bothers me. Every time I turn around, it's like I see a video or a bit that, that reminds me of the situation I was just in. It throws me off for a loop. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Um... It always remind me of the situation. You know, we we try to fight so we try to fight our feelings on the daily about how to feel about things. But I ask God, what is this? What what are you trying to show me? And I say a prayer today, I'm just like, God, I don't know what you're doing. But it's not my job to question what you're doing. Or how you gonna do it? I can't tell you how to how you gonna do it. I can't. But I just when I ask a few father that I I need peace right now. I just need to find understanding of my heart and all the negative energy that surrounds it. I need you to remove the negative energy so I can see things a little bit clearer now. That's what I asked God to do today. You know, sometimes relationships uh, of any kind, when something is lost or something is that you become very used to. No matter what time frame it was, it becomes, it's a major loss. You know, you try to find, you try to find, you try to find clarity. Um, so what's this situa- situation? It's not about closure. It's about just trying to find peace in myself. Because a person can be, a person can be so hurt and blinded by things that they just thinking in their head. The peace is being clouded. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you kind of don't know if that situation, if. The decision that was made was for the good or the bad. You just know what you want. And 
yeah, you remember your wrong, your faults, and then you remember sometimes it's not about people being that far here. It's about, for me, it's about trying to, trying to understand understand my heart at this point. Because it's, it's about to begin to restart and it's about to begin to reshape. And all the furniture that's in your heart or everything that was there before is about to be rearranged. Some things that you once loved before may be moved out. But right now you're just going through that process of trying to rearrange your heart and try to find understanding and find peace because, you know, you you become very in five patience. You become impatient of why your heart takes the blow and everybody else just goes on. It's almost like your happy it's almost like your happiness, your peace, your strength and everything are, are, are a certain part of you, right? And they leave you with the person that that you feel left with all that. And you standing there in the middle of an empty room trying to figure out which way to go. Um, that's kind of like how to describe what I'm feeling right now. It's hard, and what I'm trying to do is allow God to work that out for me. I want to 100% give it to him. I know some, some sense of the way I'm still holding on to things, and it, it's becoming very hard to just let go. But I feel like it's so much trouble and so much confusion with me right now that I don't know how to do that and I've done it before you know it's you know all the things that you was used to like certain phone calls certain text messages in the morning for all that you know all that is gone now you try to find understanding of waking up with um, no missed calls and no text messages saying good morning and and this that and other no um no phone call and saying like I just wanna see how you doing. All that is very effective to when a person is going through a situation where they're trying to. Find understanding and find peace. I know eventually I would get there. But right now it's just, it's clouded for me. Because you kind of wish that that same person um, just call and, and say something that can just lift you up. But the decision that was made, you can't 
derail it because she said it was of God. I can't come between that. Then want to question God like, I, but you can't. It's nothing that you can do to question God. But whatever He's doing is the right thing. It's the best decision for you and that person at that moment. And then you ask like, is there anything in the future? And it's made perfectly clear, no. And I think that's the part that kind of hurts the more most because. kind of start doing things like well damn I didn't even do nothing that bad I, I didn't you know say besides be a little impatient or anything like that so you you start things start running through your mind it's not your place to even kind of think about you know what I'm saying you start saying silly shit and things like well this person has many chance but he went through this that and the other and this person this that and the other why the hell I get straight instead? But it's not your place to question that because whatever's happening is in God's divine order and how He sees things fit. Uh, but you can't help for that to be. That's the thing that hurt the most because besides you thinking in your head, you besides like, besides me being impatient, I was respectful. Um, you did things, but you did things because you choose. You choose. You was choosing to do them. Um, so you can't. You're not complaining about that because materialistic. You choose. You chose to do it because you wanted to do it, and that's part that me myself I definitely don't regret. Um, you open up. Sometimes things is just that hard. Because you opened completely up and you was like, damn, I wasn't, you know, so I'm not good enough. Sometimes you go into a moment where you be like, I was, so I wasn't good enough to be loved. I wasn't good enough to get forgiven. You wasn't good enough to, for anybody to think about you to the point where they feel like they care. And maybe that, that's that's that bad energy that's on you to think that's thinking negative. Um, you wasn't good enough to be ready enough to even get phone calls and 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 a person for a person to give you some type of understanding because they but they probably already have and it's just and you just you're bitter and and not knowing what to do and stuff like that. So it's a lot of things clouding that situation that you're in. And you're just trying to find your best to deal with it. It's hard as shit right now. It is. It's extremely hard. And this platform is the easiest way for me to express myself and to try to understand things because I don't talk to nobody. So this right here is probably my therapy of of any clarity, and hopefully somebody can learn from the things that I, I that I am saying from my own situation.
Because I'm trying to find peace. I'm trying to find clarity. I'm trying to find... It's hard right now. Like I said, I know if I keep praying and I keep giving me myself to God, he, he's going he's, he's gonna to reveal a lot of things clearer later on. But right now, I just don't understand a lot. Because... I just feel like the short end of the stick is just it's what I am, the short end of the stick guy. It's not even about you and that person. That's something you're dealing with with yourself because you it's something you did. When you're dealing with mental health, right? When you when you when you dealing with mental health, it's it's so many questions and buildings and walls popped up. Like right now, I, I have built a whole wall of trying to keep love out and trying to keep anybody trying to be close to me out. I haven't even looked at shit or even remotely tried to entertain anything. Because if I were, if I was to try to do that, you would just be getting a a, a, a very frustrating person right now. That's what you would be getting. A very frustrating person. I wouldn't even know what to say to you. Um... So, for me, it's just me struggling to find answers right now. Right now, I am a complete loner. Um, that blocks everything. That try to block everything with a fake smile. Coming home has become one of the. Coming home and being in my room has become one of the hardest things to deal with because in this space is where I think and try to find answers that I just don't know the answer to. I just don't know. I don't have a question to more so. Mm. Excuse me. So, yes, it's a battle on the daily. Um, when, I say my, when, I, when I say that my heart is corrupted right now, very, very, very corrupted. Um, when I say I have bad energy on me, probably. But I'm trying to find it. I'm... I continue to do my good deeds. I continue to respect people. I continue to pray for others. But sometimes I feel like, how can I pray for others where I can't even get myself out of a certain slot? That's part that bothers me too. So, you know, I don't 
cry much on the outside, but when I do, it's because I'm struggling. It's because I'm struggling a lot. No, uh, earlier today, I mean, not today, but when I did, when I did hear that person's voice and heard from that person, that that was the energy that was coming. And that's the real reason why I couldn't say nothing, because if I would have started talking as a man, that's what it came down was tears. Because it makes sense, I had so much to say, but with nothing to say. Because what I was going to say was going to be the same thing, but with nothing new behind it. So until I'm, I'm able to say what I got to say, you know, I, I don't have I don't have nothing to say. It's just going to be more frustrating for me. So. That's my time, people. Is thank you for tuning in to Sterling Hines podcast show. I am your host, and thank you for allowing me to vent and get things off my chest. And this being a judge-free zone for me, I appreciate you. So, thank you, thank you for listening. I'll see y'all Monday.
What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Stella Highs Podcast Show. This is your host, truly Stella Highs. What's going on, people? Uh, as everybody know, this is the start. This is part one to the crossover event, Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever. How did a lot of people see it? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you not like it? Did you think it was terrible? How you look at it? I'm gonna give my point of view on it. Um, to start off with the movie, the movie started off, and spoilers, by the way, spoilers, by the way, just to let everybody know, but the movie started off with a, tri- a tribute to, of course, uh, the late great Chad, rest in peace, and they did his character, uh, well, they actually didn't start off like that, they started off with what happened to him, um, as far as the movie form. But um, then they transitioned to his funeral, which was the, I feel like they did incredible. Incredible. Um, and then you go into a transition of them trying to get over, him, get over, it, or trying to deal with the grief the best way that they can, and I think they. And the reason why I like this movie so much is because they did a great job with catching that emotion. Um, I feel like his sister, Sasha, she did an incredible job by carrying that emotion, by carrying the weight and the guilt that came with that uh, with that role the second time around. Um, it almost felt like part one... When T'Challa was carrying the weight of his father being gone and the crimes that he committed or the role that he did uh, to uh, kill my father, it felt like that. Except for you can feel, you can really feel the weight on her in this movie, and I, I feel like Marvel did a great job of capturing that man. And. For me, it's always their emotions. When you capture their emotions, the rest of the movie is going to follow. You can't have a movie like that and have emotionless scenes. Um, that's what made this movie good. Uh, number two, Namor. I think Namor did it. The guy who played Namor. Let me look his name up real quick. Because um, I don't want to... Uh, let's see. I ain't gonna try to pronounce his name, but <laughs> the guy who played the name where he did an incredible job with capturing the things that he was trying to fight for for the feeling. You, it's almost like you kind of side with him, but then you don't. And I think Marvel has done a good job with, with that with most of their villains in the MCU where you kind of want to side with the villain for a second, especially Killmonger. Killmonger. But Namor did a great job by doing that too because he wanted Wakanda's to use resources. But um, he was going about it the wrong way. I think they did a good job with capturing how the U.S. kept on trying to steal the vibrator from them. Um, 
which that was great the movie it, it made good for a great storyline um number three one of my favorite thing was um i heart which they don't call her i heart in the movie No color I heard the movie. Her name is uh what's her name? In the movie, give me one She plays Riri Williams, which is it's kind of a different adaptation of Iron Man versus the comic book that is adapted to the movie. But nevertheless, they still did a good job of her. She was funny, uh, cute, and very smart in this movie. I really liked her place in this movie. She did an incredible job on it to me. Um her comedy, she came with the right things, man. She, she carried with she, she knew what to say and how to say it. Um, so she was a plus to me in the movie. Um, who else did a great job? Weston, Winston Duke. He was incredible in this movie, man. Like, he captured comedy. He captured the, the, the one-liners and when he called baby girl a bald head demon, man, that, that threw me. And he, like, killed a fisherman. Like, like his comedy was needed in this movie because the movie was, it, it set, it was a very serious tone to this movie. And his comedy was much needed um, in the movie. So he he did Winston Duke did a great job in this movie, man. And right now he's the current king of Wakanda. And for what it's worth, man, he, like I would love to see him again in in, in um Black Panther 3. And I think Black Panther from this point on elevates from here. Now, I gave you all the pros, not necessarily all the pros. I just thought the woman empowerment thing was incredible too. It'll probably put you in the mind of woman's king. But I thought that was great. Now, I can't give you all the pros without not giving you the cons. Um, of course, I feel like even though Chad is gone, it's still a way they could have brought in another Black Panther. You have the multiverse at your disposal. You had Spider-Man No Way Home. You had Doctor Strange, the multiverse, uh, Madness of Multiverse. You had Endgame. There's so many ways that you could have brought in another Black Panther, but they didn't. Um, they they wanted to keep Chad in that light, which would have been still good. But you could have gave Chad his flowers and still did that. But it still worked the way it did. Um They pushed Devil all a lot. Um, from a standpoint, I'm looking at strictly from a stamp from a movie standpoint, and my review of it, I just thought it was an incredible movie. Start. I thought Black Panther Two was an incredible movie to me. 
Um, the ending. We'll get to the end. The ending. The ending was really. Um. Was really an emotional scene. That scene when she go burn the, the, his his garment and go sit on the beach. She just close her eyes. And she think about him. And he just she just began to cry. That right there was an incredible scene to me because it captured the emotion again and how you felt. And you felt that from her. That's a real feeling. You know what I'm saying? We all have been through that where we can sit back and capture the moment and just feel that moment. You know, like I said, the emotions in the movie was great. The acting to me was great. Um, One of the takeaways of the movie, I feel like they should explore Namor race a little bit more. Um, but that's like a pick at it. Um, post credit scene. The post credit scene is them introducing basically his son, which is another T'Challa. Which is Marvel way of keeping the name T'Challa in the Marvel's universe. Uh, which is a unique way of doing it. Pretty, you know, smart way of doing it. And but it's like moving forward, how are you gonna do this? Okay? How are you gonna how are you gonna work this out? Cause let's stay I can see a time skip. But the next time skip gonna have to be longer than five years. Cause right now, baby T'Challa is about six, seven years old, might be younger than that. Give and take. Even even if you do a five year time skip, it's like okay, he's twelve. Um, so what when when the next um Black Panther come out? Um I don't see it coming out for another. I think the first one came out, what, 2018? Was it 2018 the first one came out? Um, 2022, 40 years. Yeah, they're going to need another time skip for this to work out. Or whatnot. Or something happened to his while he's grown. And I think Black Panther 3 would be a classic. It would be better than the first. But... Do I think Black Panther 2 is better than the first one? No. But for a movie, uh, shout out to Ryan Cooper, man, did an incredible job again. But for a movie, for her to carry a movie without Chad, it was incredible. So I get a movie of eight. An eight. Definitely eight. I'm not changing it. It's an eight. But other people may feel different, man. Gotta wait to part two to see what Shaw think about.